Good evening, happy Friday, happy kings Friday. and queens of Christ. Welcome back, your hosts, Ebony and Marche. <laughs> <laughs> you know we always have some drama going on in here on Friday All night. All the time. <laughs> then got locked out. It wouldn't out. be right. <laughs> but we made it. Mm-hmm. And today's episode, we'll be talking about a Proverbs 31 woman mm-hmm. and the godly characteristics that a woman should have before a relationship even gets started. Exactly. Okay. So How let's was your get week, into first it. Of all? My week was actually pretty good. I tried to um do some things that I like to do instead of just working all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a good week. Cool. Sounds How good. How was yours? It was good. It was busy, but it was good. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get into it. So okay. Miss Ebony, tell us why you thought to do this topic tonight. Um, the topic came from it just kinda came out of the blue. Because, of course, we were waiting um, to do our Amber Geiger, but that got um, delayed. So I was just, of course, laying down and searching through YouTube, um, not looking for anything. But, of course, I came across this um, video. And so she actually was talking about the Proverbs 31 woman. And then I wanted to just put a, like our own spin on it. Okay. So, of course, um, you were down for it, and it actually was pretty interesting because we can speak on it from your perspective as a wife and also from being single. And like you said, um, you know, just how you should already be. I think John Gray, Pastor John Gray talked about this too, how you're a wife before, you know, you're a wife. Right. So how you should be displaying those traits and qualities before you're actually somebody's wife. Right. So that's why. Okay. Well, let's start out with the actual <clears throat> verse. Of course, she wants me to read it. But um, Okay, so Proverbs 31 um, starts from verse 10. It says, An excellent wife, who can I find? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does what? She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it is yet night. That's a tough one. And provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it with the fruit of her hands. She plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household. Hmm. All of her household are clothed in scarlet. She makes bed coverings for herself, and clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchants. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Mm. That's interesting, mm. too. Mm. Her mm. children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful, beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her work praise her in the gates. That's a whole, whole (laughs) sermon. Mouthful, literally. It is. Okay, so where should we start? What do you think, Hmm. or how do you think a woman should be? in order to prepare herself well let me let me take it back okay because everybody doesn't want to get married so i don't want to just you know say oh you need to be like this to get a a husband right um just being a woman Mm -hmm. because i know you say you just want to talk about just being a woman from a woman's perspective right what 
did you take from that verse? What's the main thing that you can take from that? So one of the things I think it's about being um, productive. Okay. That's the main thing, like being productive. So that means whether you are single and like you said, because some people do not want to get married. Right. But I think the biggest thing is um, literally when it says like not having idle time. Right. There is a verse also in the Bible that says idle time is like the devil's playground. Right. It's when you have too much time on your hands, it's too much like chaos, too right. much, um, you know, drama that's involved Just too much. Um, you know, the devil just can come in and just cause a lot of confusion when right. you have too much time. So right. I think one, if you are, whether you're, you know, waiting, you know, for God to bring your, your spouse or whether you are just, you know, you have no plans to get married. I think you should always stay busy, stay productive, stay, um, just, you know, keeping yourself busy. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I did like that. And then one thing um, that I have not mastered yet, it says she rises while it is yet night. You <laughs> me, one me, of us have. Well, we, you kind of, you almost there. I like, tried it. I just asked you uh, earlier because mm-hmm. I think, like, Marche, we, well, she'll text me, like, at 5 a.m. in the morning. And then, of course, I'm opening my eyes. Like, I know this ain't nobody but Marche. And I asked her, I'm just like, are you literally getting up at 5? And you, you said something. What would you say? You said, um, I said, uh, I'm letting the Lord leave me. You let the Lord lead <laughs> you. Let him wake me Yes. Up. And, I, and remember, we talked about it. I said I wanted to start getting up at 5. Right. Uh, there's a video I saw on YouTube that said that when you start, you know, like how your life can change by waking up at 5 Literally, a.m. that's the time. You, I mean, so many people have spoken on that. I'm not kidding. Five o'clock is the time you can literally get so much done. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. I have literally been able to like go in my office, get a whole bunch of work done, get up, <laughs> yeah. like go in the kitchen, make breakfast, get Mally ready and myself mm-hmm. ready by, by like seven o'clock. Yeah. I, I don't have to that. leave until like 745 to get her to school. So five o'clock, I'm telling you, that's the time. I that's the it. best time. And especially now, like I said, she rises when it's still dark now yes. because it's, you know, the fall and about to be winter. Mm-hmm. It gets darker yeah. earlier. So, and then it, it it literally is still, it, so of course at five in the morning it's still dark. Mm-hmm. That's my problem yep. because you can't, it, it just seems unnatural to get out of bed when it's still dark outside. Yeah. But imagine, like you said, all the stuff that you've gotten done mm-hmm. because I think I was, it was like 5.52, so pretty much I'm on six when I woke up, but I was still able to get a lot accomplished. Right. And it, it, it leads your day. It does. You know, it, it, sets it sets the tone. Literally, you. because yep. if you, you know, stay in that bed or whatever mm-hmm. and just take that lazy spirit You're on. You're going to be lazy the rest of the day. Literally. Yep. It sets your day. So, yes. That. So, that is a good thing. Getting up early. Try yes, it. Yeah. It'll change your life. It really will. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So, I think that's one part. Okay. Um, so, be productive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be what productive. else? Um, another part that I got for myself is... Um, all of this stuff, like, it's, um, there was something else I saw as far as she, um, what is this? I think you said someone, she said, mm. no, she was a multiplier. Mm. So this is something, so I was listening to Dr. Miles Monroe. So, you know, he's passed on. He was in a, um, he was a pastor, but him and his wife, had, I think they were in a, um, uh, what is it? An accident, like a plane accident. Mm. So they were in a plane accident with the, the smaller planes or whatever, private jets or whatever. So anyways, they... Passed away a few years ago, and but his, like his teachings still live on. So he has plenty of sermons and videos on YouTube. Well, one of them he was speaking about the Proverbs thirty-one woman, and he spoke about um, kind of like from a marriage perspective. So maybe you can tell me more mm-hmm. about that. But it's about being a helpmate. But one part that spoke to me was about um, he said women are multipliers. Okay, and that part was so it just stuck out because he said like. Um, you need to be a good steward over your finances. Which, right. You know, me and you discussed before. Um, I have a hard time with being a good steward over my finances. So um, I see a lot of 
a lot of money coming in, but I don't see the fruit of it. Right. Because I spend it. Right. Because and you literally be like, where did it go? Wait where a did minute. it go? Where's some receipts? Where, 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 where is, is it? This I don't money have at? nothing to show How? for it. I spend it quick. I'm not whatever. And I'm just like, and God is not, I keep asking him to increase my territory. Right. What is what? I keep asking him to increase my territory, but it's like God is saying, can I trust you with this? Right. And can I trust you, you know, with whatever. And I'm just like, I haven't mastered that yet, but I am working on being a good steward over what God has given me. Right. So I think that's um, a good virtue, you know, being a good steward over mm-hmm. your finances. And Miles Monroe spoke about being, um, just multiplying. He said the Proverbs woman, she was able to do real estate. She right. was able, you know, she had all these other, thing, other right. things going for her. So that's, a, a, you know. A good trait because, you know, when you come into a marriage, you want to be able to bring something to the table and right. not let your man be, you know, what he brings, the only thing that y'all can Exactly. Eat. So that was something that spoke to me. Um, he also talked about producing. He said that women, we are producers. Um, I know this is kind of extreme, but he said that when when men give sperm, we produce we produce babies mm-hmm. or when men gives us when men give us a house we produce a home right when men give groceries we produce a meal right. so women we we need to be producers so whatever a man can give us then we should be able to multiply it right so um that was something else that spoke out to me about um just being a multiplier being a producer as a woman what's our what's our job as a woman what's right. our um role as a woman so there's a, there's a whole bunch but i was going to ask you specifically about being a helpmate you know um just like in your household how does that work so we talk about this all the time because um i think like you said it everybody has their role in the household and everybody has their responsibility Mm -hmm. so if i have to get up and take out the trash i'm gonna have an attitude because Mm -hmm. to me that's just a man's job so Um, so do you think that there are gender roles that men should have i do you do um I don't, you know, everybody's different, but I honestly think because one person can't do everything. So yeah. if I'm telling my husband, you know, I hand, I'm handling this, I got this, or I do this in the house, and then he has his own responsibilities, and then now I'm having to take care of your responsibilities, it's too, it's too much yeah, weight on one person. So, you know, obviously, we, you know, in the union, we're one. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own role. So, yes, the husband is the, he- the um, head of household, um, but... They can't just be responsible for working. Like right. the home is not gonna work if all they do is go to work and come back home because mm-hmm. it's going to co- definitely cause division. Because now I'm gonna be looking at you upside your head. Like, <laughs> why do I have to work and right. take care of the kid and take her to school, do everything dealing with that mm-hmm. and the home, and you don't think you have to do anything but work? So yeah. I think in this generation and when I was growing up, I just it obviously it was not like that back in the day um, years ago because obviously the women had to do everything in the household. Like, right. men didn't do anything. But I just think in this generation, it needs to be responsibilities in the home mm-hmm. as far as what we do. So, yeah, w- I do believe in roles. I do believe that each the, each spouse has their own responsibilities for the home mm-hmm. and for working. Um, but and actually, me and my husband just talked about this the other day. He was – I asked, he was doing one thing, and then I had asked him, <laughs> it's an inside joke about that, can't walk and chew gum at the same time. We ain't even going to go there, but yes, <laughs> that that's a tough one. <laughs> literally, tough. so he, I'm literally looking at him because he was just doing one thing, and then I, li- it was something small, like I was like, okay, we'll do that. Well, uh, I'm over here doing this, I'm like, you mean to tell me you can't do can't that do too? He was like, no, uh, I pro- he was like, I promise you, I cannot. He was like, my mind is not set up to multitask or whatever. Gemini. <laughs> <And then laughs> Let me find out. I guess a Gemini like me, honey. Don't give me too much. 
And I'm like, really? Like, right. do you know how many things I live? Like, okay, let me text this person. Let me email this person. Let me call this person. Let me pay this. But like, Marche, that is crazy. It's that's what yeah. I'm saying. So women, we can multitask, but it's and not a good women. thing. Th- that's you. You are literally. I think. I mean, no, you are. Like, you will literally be like, Ebony, uh, do this, do that, do that. And I'm like, baby, <laughs> one thing at <laughs> one thing at a time. But yes, no, that's good. But no, I literally feel like. Because we are like not multi, maybe not multitasking yeah. like that, but no, okay, right. the women at the home, like the kids, mm-hmm. it, like that's our role. The kids, we still have to work too. We still have to cook, right. dishes, cleaning up. Most of that responsibility is ours. So I'm yeah. just like, if we have to do all of that, at some point it becomes too much or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's roles, it's responsibilities. There needs yeah. to be some type of standard balance, in the home. Yeah, but yeah a balance. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's how we do it. Okay. So um, so do you believe that? that God did create women to be helpmates. Hmm. Okay. So I do think we're supposed to be helpmates because, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's why he created us because all we know from the Bible is that he said, he looked at Adam and was like, you know, it's not good for him to be alone. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he said. You need a helpmate, exa- but I don't know <laughs> like what, what was he looking at? Or what was Adam doing or not doing? Or what was he lacking to make him say you need? It's not good for you to be alone. Well, so, again, because um, that is a good point. So, Miles Monroe, Dr. Miles Monroe, I wouldn't have even known this, but he actually kind of explained it better. He said that the reason why, he said, because we're supposed to help men. And I, you know me, because I always feel like, um, I do feel like, you know, you're not supposed to, like, build a man up. Right. I, I do feel like okay. that. As far as a, like in a relationship, okay. I feel like a man should already come Be to the table. Yes, right. exactly. Um, so you know how I feel about that. But he also did say that um, God, basically women, like we're supposed to help a man fulfill his role, on, like his point on earth, like his right, purpose his on purpose. earth. Right, his purpose, okay, or yes. bring it out. Yes, bring it out on earth. And so he said that, um, like help him achieve, um, like study your husband, um, help him like fulfill his assignment. Okay. So like his vision. If right. a man has a vision, um you know how they say men, you know, they just can't, you know, whatever right. they, you know, have a one track mind that we're supposed to come in and we're supposed to help him fulfill his vision. Right. right. And a man has a role as well to, to provide, to do this, right. you know, and all this stuff. So he should be doing what he's supposed to be doing, right. what we're supposed to be doing. So that I think was our purpose to come in and help a man to fulfill that. Everything he's put purpose. on earth to yes. do. Okay. Yeah. So talking about this, this is a little off topic, but hmm. the, when you said, um, you don't think you should establish a man. So you, have you seen, did you see acrimony? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so Lord, yes, I did. And I was so mad. Okay. But who were you mad at? I was mad at, at him. I was mad at her. Okay. Why? But tell me why. Go ahead. You go first. I was mad at him because I'm just like, she literally like this whole time for 20 years, she invest, you know, she was mm-hmm. patient. She waited for you. She, you know, waited till, um, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> she she was patient. She wait, you know, she waited for him to like get his life together to finally come through with this dream. You know, she was waiting for him literally like like the message says that she wanted to fulfill his vision. He right. had this vision of, you know, uh whatever the thing was, but he wanted she was waiting for him all this time. She invested her mom's um mm-hmm. all that money or whatever, you know, or whatever. So finally when he got rich, instead of, yeah, she acted a fool. Yeah, she was tired. Right. She had every right to be tired, right. you know, or whatever. So then you get this new woman 
No, I did not. Of course, I don't agree with that. But <laughs> the only reason, no, not that. I don't mm. agree with what he did with the woman or whatever. But my thing was, like you said, she did act a fool. That's just what it is. Right. But I just think she gave up too soon. So mm. if you already waited all that time, what's one more day or what's one more week or what's let me figure out if he's really cheating or let me figure out, you know, like what's really going on here because you've already invested so much and you're going to give up before. Literally, you gave up a day before he yeah. hit the jackpot. Literally. So, so when did you finally give up? She should have gave up after she lost her ability to have children, yeah. ran into, did all that stuff with him. Like, she should have been done well, right saying, I guess what I'm saying, like, when was enough enough? Because I'm like, at that point, she probably felt like, okay, if I if I keep staying in this, in this marriage, like, he's already, you know, like, it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think she right. felt like after 20-something years, I need to finally walk away. But she was walking away on a lie, though. If if he was actually cheating, then yes. But he wasn't cheating. Remember, her sister lied to her about that. Mm-hmm. She thought he was cheating, but he really wasn't. So, of course, she's like, okay, here we go again. You cheating, I'm done. Right. In her head, enough had been enough. But it was a lie. So, that's, that's what I'm saying. So, even, okay, let's just say with her, she thought it was a lie. She thought it was, um, I know we get off topic. But, yeah, <laughs> real quick. But she, okay, so she thought it was a lie. She thought that, um... I mean, no, no, no. She thought that he was cheating or whatever. But my thing is, after all she's done for you. So after you're saying whatever, it was based on that then? Like, she was tired of the weight, basically. She, she was like, I think, she, yeah, I think she had invested so much and in, invested everything. Invested her emotions, invested her money, invested right. her whole life time. I think that she just got to the point where she was just like, I'm done. Ain't nothing going to get, you know. And whatever. that was like the last straw. Yeah, that and I'm just thing. like, after all she done, she's put in 100%. Right. You ain't done nothing. Right. So finally, when she did finally give up, where you at? You know what I'm saying? Like, where right, you at to, ca- to, carry, exactly. to carry this? Exactly. That's what I said. Okay, where you, you at to carry this? Uh, whatever. You ain't done nothing right. the whole 20-some years. So but basically, let her act the fool. Let her act the fool. You, yeah, yeah, you she need to come after her. Yeah. yeah, and then as soon right. as she, whatever, then you're going to get you a new woman. Right, Just like that. that and just so, yeah, I was really mad. Girl, I was hot. <laughs> So if y'all have any viewpoints on that acrimony, let us know in the comments. But yeah, okay, so that was our topic, but I did because you said the thing about you don't believe you should establish a man. Now, we are going to have another podcast Mm -hmm. over that topic, um, among, you know, other things as far as, like, the state of relationships with Mm -hmm. men and women. We're going to have the woman's standpoint on what men are doing wrong in this day and age, and then we're going to have a man's standpoint. So just be be on the lookout for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so back to... The, the qualities, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So, what else do we have? Um, so I, productivity, productivity. Um, no laziness, a, no idleness. Uh, multiplier or yes. producer. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I also found that it says a noble woman. So, um, one like not nagging your man. You mm. know, like just being noble, being kind, being hospitable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just be, I was just being like a a, like a genuine just good-hearted woman right you know so i have struggled with that one Ooh, you um, don't. Mm-hmm. with in my marriage but i've had to learn that though like i'll like that nagging like it's that's the spirit all right <laughs> i'm not playing like literally any little thing yeah i will say that so if you're about to get married trying to get married or in your marriage you do need to even if what you're saying is true like oh you ain't did this you haven't done this or whatever mm-hmm it's a time and place for everything. So I have had to learn in my marriage to, you don't always have to voice your complaints at that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, he just got off work. It's late. Like nobody wants to hear any nag and nobody wants to hear any complaints at that time. So yeah. kind of balance it out. It's how you say things too. When you say them, um, because that can beat your man down mm-hmm. and it can cause problems. So I will say that. I agree. Okay. 
Um, no nagging. No, yeah, um, no nagging. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mine I had just based on um, Proverbs thirty one. Mm-hmm. I had uh, she's graceful, mm-hmm. wise. She can be fully trusted by her husband, yep. which is you know loyalty, faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, they're closest confidant but again this is coming from marriage right um but i even think um when it said when you were reading it earlier when it said um a close confidant like that even can be friends you know oh, like yeah that's just being like that's a character trait you know right being a good confidant um with friends with family members keeping secrets keeping or whatever secrets. yes ma'am now, i um, will say i had to learn the hard way on that one but that mm. was related to my husband though but just protecting because a lot of people call it pillow talk but protecting that because if you say things outside of that bedroom mm-hmm. and it comes back, it causes problems. Yeah. Like, it literally causes a lot of problems. So I will say be really careful about that when it's when it's in a um, marriage or whatever, like you said, with friends too. Yeah. Just watch what you say because – go ahead. And I think it's hard because – especially when you're really close to somebody because it's been – how many times have we said to even ourselves or other people – I'm not going to tell nobody right. else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, girl, Every I got to tell you something. I'm not telling nobody else. I'm only going to tell you. Right. But even then, you are literally like, you know, because we do it. Exactly. Like, I literally call my Can't mama. Wait to mama, tell. I'm not going to. Don't you tell nobody. Don't call nobody. But I'm going to tell you this. We'll tell you five that you better not say yes, nothing. Don't you, you say nothing. Say I'm, nothing. I'm not. And literally, like, I ain't going to tell nobody else, you know, because you really it's think. It's hard. It is hard. Can't, but I think that's a Bible verse, too, about not being able to hold water. It's not yeah. a good. It's not a good trait. So. It's not. <laughs> but I'm like, um, but, but the thing hard. is, it is hard. But it, you, we really do have to and work on it because mm-hmm. it's hurtful when it um, is. Because I've been on the other end when I've trusted somebody not to say anything, right. um, and and you know, like have have said something in privacy or in confidence, right. and then find out somebody else knows about confidence, it. Some confidence, in confidence, <laughs> confidence, <laughs> and then um, came back, and I'm just like, that was a private conversation, right? So that's what it means when it says. Um, just being graceful and yes. yeah, being able to be trusted by whoever, yep. um, faithful companion. You can manage your home well. That's mm-hmm. whether you're single or not. You should always be able to do that. That's hard. Um, because I mean that's a good. That's just a good trait. Yep. Keeping your house in order. Um. Now, but we have talked about that as far as like my perfectionism and all of that. Yes. Like it gets too much, but. It does. I mean, it, it can, but it can't because, like I said, I've never been to your house and your house has been dirty, nasty, or whatever. Yeah. You, you've always been super clean. Um, And and I was actually <laughs> cracking up at a sermon I heard because, um, you know, obviously I'm still in an apartment, but I was laughing because I'm like, I've been asking God for a house. And he's just like, Ebony, can you keep this apartment clean? You know, you make sure you keep this 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 apartment what clean. i've given what you I've given and you. that's in everything With everything like you, you be said, a good steward over this apartment before steward. you be asking for a house that's so um, word. that's something that money I, home yeah. like that's for Whatever everything you're, yep. what you're waiting on can you be a good steward exactly who that's tough lord mm, help mm, us mm. okay um diligent we've already talked about that um productive yep firm in her convictions teaches um younger women or whoever mm-hmm. her peers exactly. um it says builds up, strengthens her home. Mm-hmm. Like you said, turn a house into a home. Humble spirit. Um, quiet spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're hus- hospitable to others. You serve others. Um, the poor, like mm-hmm. I said in Proverbs 31. Um, teaches her children. Pleases her husband. Manages business from her home. Yep. Um, 
like you've already talked about, it says wise discretion in spending. We mm-hmm. talked about that. That's very important. Yep. Um, again, cares for the poor and needy, kind and helpful attitude, mm-hmm. intelligent, skillful, wise, and has understanding. Right. So all of these characteristics we get from one chapter one in chapter. Yep. <laughs> the Bible, Proverbs 31, and it's been quoted so many times mm-hmm. and talked about. Um, so basically when you're looking at that, obviously, you know, we can't be all things, but mm-hmm. it's just what I've been learning walking on this, um, journey with God recently is just, you know, he drops stuff in our spirit to show us ourselves basically. Right. So, you know, obviously people are going to make mistakes. You're not going, it's not going to happen overnight. It is a journey. Um, but once you see things that you can improve to either bring more peace to your household or to, like you said, just be a good steward mm-hmm. of the things you have so that you can get the more that you're waiting on. Right. Once you see that, just start making small steps every day to accomplish that goal. Mm-hmm. So like you talked about waking up at five in the morning, I definitely don't wake up at five every morning, but if I don't wake up, if I don't make sure I wake up at six or whatever, mm-hmm. like you have to, which you always say, be intentional about things. Mm-hmm. So it's, plenty of things we like to change in our lives but you need to be intentional about it you can't just be like oh let me pray about it it'll come you have to actually take steps to to see the change that you're trying to see well another thing i wanted to mention um i just looked down and there's one verse that says um strength and dignity strength (laughs) strength and dignity are her clothing and also how um charm is deceitful and beauty is vain so i wanted to talk about like this era that we're in Mm mm-hmm the social media era mm. where everybody is perfect, everybody is flat fil- filters, mm. um, big soup, butts, everybody, whatever, yeah. long hair. Everybody is literally perfect on Instagram, mm-hmm. perfect on social media, perfect or whatever. And then they lose, they, they forget to build the heart up. They right. forget to, you know, like they're building up the outside, but you're not building up the inside. Right. So um, I think that's important. And for some likes, it lasts, what, some seconds? And you still got to live with that person yeah. you really are at yeah. home behind closed doors and you know it mm-hmm. so to me it's like it's a facade yeah because you're putting out something that you know is not really true yeah so and that's not gonna it's that's like you said it's fleeting it's deceptive mm-hmm. it's it's vain it's not going to last it's, it's not going to last and i remember when um i had came up so i was in like a three-year what am i trying to say like development you know when i was going through i was coming out of like a just a hard time or whatever. Right. I remember, so like before, if you look at, um, I I was really like in just into my outer appearance, mm-hmm. you know, into my outer appearance, wanted to be, you know, fine, wanted yeah. to be whatever. And then when I went through my journey, it, I just literally like neglected, the, right. you know, the physical because I was so, I, I was just learning so much spiritually that um, I didn't even care. Right. And so I literally told, I remember I was talking to this guy and I told him, I was like, well, um, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, I gained a lot of weight. I was like, but I'm building up. I was like, the physical is going to be, I put that on the back burner right. because that's easy to exactly. do. You know, like it's right. easy to go to the, I mean, it's not easy, but it is hard to go to the gym, but the physical can be taken care of you know, easier quick, quick than, yes, the, than spiritual, the spiritual. Because yeah. the spiritual is a lot of work because right. the enemy doesn't want you to exactly. take care of the um, spiritual. He wants you to negate, you, negate exactly. the spiritual. Yeah. yeah. And negate um, whatever, because you're doing work for the kingdom. So that's hard so when it says um literally it literally says right here um charm is deceitful beauty is vain he says um but a woman who fears the lord is to be praised so he's saying that charm doesn't mean anything exactly beauty passes away as you see you know we get older we get fatter yeah we get you know all these things so 
you got to build up the inside because the inside is what's going to last. Exactly. So and make that's sure what brings you your blessings, not your, your blessing. Yep. So make sure that while we are, um, you know, being, while we're being the, you know, these women, while we're trying to look good and do that, make sure that the spirit is matching the physical. And where is all that coming from? Like, where where did this standard come from that we have to be perfect? We have to have flat stomachs. We have to have this. Like, we're the trying world. to live up to exactly. We ha- we're trying to live up to a standard that's not attainable. Right. And it's, it's literally, it's just not what everybody's meant to be. Like, we're all not meant to look the same. Yeah. We're all, it's always going to be somebody more beautiful than you. Like, we, he made us this way for mm-hmm. a reason. He hand picked us like literally mm-hmm. crafted us yes we are fearfully and wonderfully made so you're trying to live up to the worldly standard when god has another standard and his his standard is higher mm-hmm. it lasts he loves you so so don't basically lose yourself right trying to look perfect or look good for people mm-hmm. and you know what else um i don't know if you've um, no, I know you haven't paid attention, but you know who I've been really proud of lately? Kim Kardashian. Mm. I have been so proud of her um, because where she comes from, like, um, she was on the, like, she's been going around. She's been talking about, um, you know, just the change that she's been wanting to do, um, you know, with all the prisoners and, right. and releasing them and stuff. Well, she was on, I think it was The Real. And, you know, I think Kanye had already said that he didn't like her to be dress sexual anymore, mm. be sexy or whatever. And she was fully clothed and she was just talking about what she's doing now, wow. you know. And I was so proud because you could just see, like, the the change. The change. Mm. And it was, like, just radiating from her. She looked absolutely beautiful. Wow. And I'm not talking about just physically. I'm right. talking about her spirit. Right. So, glowing. Um, just glowing. Yeah. Right. So um, that's something else. So when you really are doing kingdom work, you don't even have to worry about Exactly, you don't have time for that. Yep. And the stuff that you're doing to basically look better, it's attracting the, all the, the wrong, wrong things. Kind of exactly. Very true. So just be you. First of all, if you don't even know how to be you because you don't know who you are, mm. you literally need to just. Uh, <laughs> you literally need to just pray about it. Like you have to. That's the first step in anything, any type of spiritual transformation. You have to know who you are in Christ, not who Absolutely. you are in the world, but who you are in Christ. Yep. And if you're basing it on what the world thinks or what people thinks or, or whatever, like it's it's not going to work. It's not going to help you. It's going to drain you. It's mm-hmm. going to leave you with a void that you're going to constantly have to fill with fake things that are not going to last instead of filling it with the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. what he has for you. So the quicker you find out who you are, learn how to be you in Christ, It'll the better it'll be for you. So, Absolutely. um, yeah, I, I like to hear that about, um, Kim, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. And her transformation. And so what do you think about this since you brought it up? Um, Cause it, it is a Bible verse. I don't know if it was in Proverbs thirty one, but it's somewhere else. I think in Proverbs, and it was like um, the dressing. Like, don't women shouldn't dress in a provocative way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually had thought about that earlier this week, be- because it actually made me think about that because of Kim Kardashian. So, at first, you know, she. Oh, actually, as a matter of fact, so it was on the Breakfast Club. They had a discussion about that. Um, Charlemagne said that, which is like, is a good point. He said that sexiness is not in the clothes. He was just, he was telling Envy, I think he was telling Envy, like, um, you, you know, you do this, and I don't think you sexy. You know, you, you dress like this. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know, he crazy. But he was just like, you dress like this, and I don't think you sexy. He was like, sexy is not in the clothes, which I agree to a certain point. But I also think, I think it's a uh, message that you're sending out. So, yeah, you know, you can have a, 
<laughs> you can have a big old, let's just say a big old, big old 400 pound woman. <laughs> I don't even know. I hate you even asking me this, but let's just say you just have somebody who's just not whatever. Right. But if she has on revealing clothes, then it's still going to be provocative. Right. You may not think it's sexy, but it's right. still going to be, you know, provocative. It's just like she shouldn't have worn that. Right. There's kids around here. Right. Whatever. It's too much. So you may not necess- necessarily think it's sexy, but it's still too much. Right. And then I remember, you remember they gave uh, Megan Good a lot of. Mm-hmm. Like about that when she had on that dress because she was supposed to be the first lady. Right. I agree. You know, I know, what's his name? Uh, her husband. Uh, De- Devon. Devon, yeah. I know he, you know, um, he stood up for his wife, which oh, he that's did, great. Right? I yeah. think that's wonderful that he stood up for his wife. But I, I can see because, like I said, when, you're, when you are leading a flock, like it's the image. So what do you think about this? So, like you said, I agree to a certain point. So yeah. to me why okay if you were if okay just in my experience mm-hmm. if you wear something sexy let's just say a party or anything right people are gonna look right mm-hmm. does that just because you can't no matter what you wear so an example i literally went to papa murphy's or whatever mm-hmm. um i had on a hat I mean, when I say I was looking a mess, I mean I was looking a mess. Mm -hmm. A hat, fully clothed, hoodie, um, boot, whatever. Like, nothing provocative, nothing sexy, nothing about my form being shown. Somebody still, hey, how you doing? Like, I'm just like, to me, and me and my mom talk about this all the time. Every single time I go somewhere, whether it's Walmart, I will literally have a hat on, like I said, just be covered completely up, and people still come up to you. Yeah. So... Well, I think that's different because you're you're beautiful, beautiful. So I think that they are looking at she's beautiful, just the face. Yeah, but why would it matter? Like, why would the clothes matter if they're gonna look anyway? Why does it matter? Well, because it's like I said, it's it's the lust behind it. So somebody can come up to you and say, "Oh, she's beautiful," mm-hmm. and not necessarily be lusting behind you. Mm-hmm. They just want to say she's beautiful. I want to you know talk right. to her. I want to whatever. But I think it's. The, like what's the thing we said last year like, uh, last week like the the um the eyes of the lust or whatever oh, the yeah, lust yeah. Of the eyes, right. whatever so i'm just like if you if you have on if your breasts are all the way out mm-hmm. that's not oh she's beautiful that's lust to me right so cuz all think, they're thinking about is sex all basically. they're thinking about is sex yeah okay. so i th- i think i mean i'm not saying so, it's right but does that go back to the verse that we talked about last week about the drinking if you know somebody doesn't like drinking or if you know somebody could potentially you know fall off the wagon or whatever yeah you have a responsibility to not drink around them is that what it is i think so because like i said you're a first lady mm-hmm. now like i said me i can go do whatever i want <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's what i don't like why is it a different stint like i'm not saying I'm not, I'm not nobody's first lady i'm not on i'm not on the front row the I'm not, no i'm right. just i'm just me i'm just whatever i'm um you know, and like I said, people will still judge me and say, right. well, you, you know, you say this, you say that, how can you, whatever. So at the end of the day, people still are going to judge you. But it, again, I don't hold myself to that standard. I'm not a first lady. Right. I'm not on the pulpit, you know, pull, pulpit, right. you know, pretty much saying this or don't do this, don't do that. Like, you don't have to look at me. You don't whatever. You don't know me. Right. But if you're front, in front of thousands of people and you're on the red carpet and you got your breast out and you're whatever, I think that is. And I'm not. It, I'm not even saying I'm judging her. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it leaves room for judgment from other people. Right. So I just think that um, in order to stop the lust, I think that it's just. I think it's just image. Like mm-hmm. there's a scripture that literally says, um, I can't remember, but it says something about dress. Like you said, dressing like that. Okay. Um, 
Pastor Evan's wife literally said that she was she's always been very careful about not being too revealing, not being too, you know, like making sure that even when she's about to speak, her clothes aren't too tight mm-hmm. or whatever, because it's just um, it's just being careful, you know, because you are in charge of letter. you're in charge of thousands of people. So what about you'll, regular you'll be accountable women? for a thousand? The provocativeness, like for Kim or whatever. What do you think about that? I think that. Um, I think that she, that's what I said. I was really proud of her and I'm really happy because I think she took that in consideration. Because okay. if you watch the video, she had, um, and it was super cute. It was like a long sleeve, snakeskin top. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't, it was still fitted, right. you know, but she didn't, I think she's taken into consideration how serious it is. Right. You know, you want to talk about guy, your husband is, um, you know, making gospel albums and all this stuff. And y'all want to try to lead this flock, but then y'all, you know, over here in the world, and right. and I'm not saying to be judged, because yeah. I, I, like I said, I still do me, mm-hmm. but again, I think it's just the image, and I what, image. um, what role you're playing, basically, so like you said, first lady, yeah. church is different, right, than somebody who's not, right, on that platform, on that platform, I think it's important, I think that, um, I mean, like I said, it's just, it's just really my opinion, okay, that don't mean that it's right, I'm not saying I'm 100% right, I think it's just how I see things, okay, Okay, okay. <laughs> you gonna get me in trouble on here? <laughs> no, you're not in trouble. But Lord. no, that is a good point. Um, okay, anything else? Um, I think that was it. Um, so, what about? Okay, so I gave my perspective from um my own marriage about like what I try to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, like as a single woman? Don't make that face. <laughs> like what? What do you think women who are, like I said, either about to get married, trying to get married, looking for a man, what should they be doing in this singlehood? Um, so for me, like I said, I do desire to get married. So what, um, one, I think God transform, transforms, I don't know what's going on, Lord, it's, t- it's time to get up off this. <laughs> this means it's time to get out. I think, um, I think, um, that. It's a lot of different things. So, like, for me, I think that he transforms the heart. So, that means that I am basically ready in my heart to be married. Right. So, um, I'm ready in my heart to be married. I am, like, having the fruit of the Spirit. I'm not, I'm having, like, commitment. You know, like, he wants to see, am I going to be committed to a marriage? So, that means, Ebony, are you going to be committed to working out? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I think he tests us like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm not. Committed to working out yet. Yeah. I can't even commit to working out. So how are you going to commit to a marriage? So I think they, those things, like, you know, I'm very aware of. I'm right. just like, you need to be committed to this. Um, even when I'm tired and want to, you know, some days you just don't want to do your work or you right. just don't want to do whatever. So I think he tests us that. You need to make sure that you are committed right. across the board. You need to make sure that you are, um, I think I saw something. Um, it said that the Proverbs woman, she takes care of her kids. Mm-hmm. So... For instance, with me and my son, I make sure that Brent, my son, he's 14, that he's well taken care of before I'm well taken care right. of. Because I think that people watch you, and I think that a husband want to see, well, can she be a good mother? Right. Can she be a good mother for my kids? So um, that, I think that faithfulness, you know, is she faithful? Is she a good friend? Is she, um, how does she, how is she with God? Right. Like, people need to be looking at that from both both point of view you know like if you're a man looking for a woman if you're a woman looking for a man how is how's the relationship with god right can they be committed to god can they be faithful with god will they get mad at god right you know that their relationship with god is how they're going to be with you right like me, wow you talk about. Yep. that's true i think um all of those what else did they say um how they treat their friends you know 
do they you know get mad at their friends all the time do they get irritated with their friends um is she a hard worker how she spent her money he or she this goes Mm -hmm. for both ways so i think those are important um qualities so that's what i've been trying to do like i said so even when I am practicing for me, you know, being a good steward, but that's going to help me in my marriage as well. Right, you absolutely. know, um, how I spend my money now when it's with two of us, how is she going to be with her, you know, exactly. How, how, are the, how are the finances going to be when both of y'all put y'all money together? Right. Um, if she's a bad spender now, she's going to be a bad spender in y'all marriage. You're right. going to run through your money and y'all going to be broke. <laughs> so, um, you know, can she, can she have self-control while she's single? Mm. So I think self control is a whole it is, word. It like is, and it's plan. hard. And it's not, you know, some people think it's the big stuff, but it's even the small stuff. Literally, you know. So I will say that about that. Um, I think so in my marriage, mm-hmm. it's always gonna be one person has, you know, one quality, one person has yeah. the other. So like you said, it is good to be um well rounded to have those qualities, you know, being a good um saver and taking care of the kids, stuff like that. Those are, like, the basics. But, you know, I struggle with, like, spending money, too. So, but the good thing is, Ike, he don't play. Mm -hmm. Like, he's he's the saver, the whatever in our um, relationship or whatever. And that's literally been since we were in high school. Like, I'm not even playing. Like, I used to, back then, Mm -hmm. uh, when, like, every single day, he would have to take me to, like, two different places to get some food. Like, (laughs) I'm not playing. He used to get so mad at me. Like, Marche, like, what is wrong with you? Like, Eating out every single day, yeah. like twice a day, and that's till this day. Mm-hmm. Literally, my biggest thing is eating out. Like that's where me all my too. money go. I'm not playing. So, but he's literally like he made me a budget when I got serious. So that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. you, like you always say, be intentional. So when I was tired of, okay, why am I not saving money? Blah blah blah. I went to him and said, okay, because yeah. I've literally seen him. He's literally made budgets for people. Like, he could have a business. That's how good he told, is. You told me, like, hey, send Ike your, your stuff. Literally. He yeah. did that for um, a woman at his job. Literally, I'm talking about mm-hmm. her and her husband. They saved up so much money. Mm. To, um, they were trying to do it to um, buy a home or whatever. He literally made a whole financial plan to save. Right. So when I saw him do that for them, I was like, uh, you need to give me one. He's like, oh, you serious now? But I literally had to be like, okay, look, he's good at this. Let me ask him what he does. And mm-hmm. he literally made me a whole plan. Now, I'm not saying I stuck to it, right. uh, but I did make the changes that he said to do most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a journey. Again, if you're, if you don't come from that background, if you don't, if you're not a saver in the relationship or whatever, right. if you're not a saver by yourself, it's not going to come easy, but mm-hmm. you do have to be intentional about it. So, but I, so I will, when you're saying that, yes, absolutely. You do need to be well-rounded, but just know, yeah, you know, the, your spouse or whoever, Y'all are going to feed off of each other. That's what I was going to say. And even with, with you, um, thank God that, and, and it always work out like that, that he is like that. Cause like it says, two is better than one. Right. Exactly. So, um, since you are somebody, like you said, like, you know, who don't really save or you may be whatever your husband is more frugal. So right. that's a good thing. So exactly. It's a balance it always it balances itself out. Yes, ma'am. Why am I, um, <laughs> it's Friday it's, it's night. It's time to go home, y'all. <laughs> okay, I think that's all for me. Anything else? Did you want to talk about, um, what we can expect for the future? Um, okay, so we already talked about, um, the Amber Geiger issue should be sometime in December. Mm-hmm. We have a show about what women are looking for in men and what the men are doing wrong and why so many women particularly African-American women, are single. Mm. Um, and then we'll have another show um, from the man's perspective because I literally had a plumber today come yeah. in and say, um, 
basically he was angry with women he said he had so much to talk about as I far as so i bad. know i could not i told him i was like you need to hurry up and get on the show yeah. but he literally he was passionate about how he feels is the like women's fault i'm just like wait what, what? like what i'm confused so he he said I he had a lot to, to this. say but the main thing he did say was that coming into a relationship with old baggage basically yeah. he so we we're gonna have a um, yeah. podcast about that um, but yeah, so you can be looking forward to those. That'll be three, mm-hmm. um, and then that's it for now. And I think that um, the old baggage is again something that I see with me that God is like cleaning up. Um, and I'm not saying like old baggage from my relationship. Right. I'm saying old baggage from Ebony. Right. You know, stuff that that you did it, that you learned growing up or whatever. Yeah. Stuff that I um, that I learned growing up. Stuff that I that I've you know brought on myself. Stuff that I've just um, you know like. Like curses that I've I've done myself, right. you know, stuff that I just started doing, um, becoming prideful, become, you know, just all these things that I've taken on myself, right. that had nothing to do with with a relationship, that cannot be used in a marriage. Right. So I think God is cleaning that up wow. too. So. Amen. Amen. So we're gonna talk about all of that coming up. So be ready, and if y'all have any questions or y'all wanna, mm-hmm. um, give us know, topics. Yes. Or, yep. Tell us what y'all wanna. Um, talk about or hear about whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> then send them on in amen all righty so we are done for tonight we will see y'all next week have a good weekend guys have a great weekend